Are you ignoring some very basic internal controls without even realizing it? Many best practice organizations are. The weakest link where AP separation of duties fall apart focuses on those accounts payable internal control areas that are frequently broken. Areas where most organizations don't even realize they are ignoring the controls that protect their organization against fraud, duplicate payments, and other inefficiencies. Often, companies allow these practices without even considering how they might facilitate fraud. Separation of duties is sometimes called segregation of duties. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss one issue that is allowed at most organizations and can cost them big time. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge business intelligence if you work in manage or have responsibility for the accounts payable function. So let's get started. Breakdown number one involves allowing your invoice processes to update the master vendor file with new information about a vendor, typically a change in bank account or a change in address. Okay, that is a separation of duties violation big time and um, can facilitate fraud. Plus, sometimes they're wrong, but mostly it's the separation of duties issues. Um, breakdown number two, if you will, along the same lines, this is allowing your processes to create new vendors in the master vendor file when they believe one is needed. Um, typically, these first two issues occur in organizations that don't have a separate area or a separate personnel to handle master vendor file. In no instance should your invoice processes be making any change of any kind to the master vendor file. Okay, breakdown number three. This is where one person, and it is typically the controller or the accounts payable manager, have access to all areas in your ERP system in the procure-to-pay uh, process. This means a complete breakdown of internal controls where these individuals are concerned. Now, many best practice organizations will have this. And when I talk to them about it and I ask them, well, why are you allowing this? They have an answer. And it's a, a decent answer from a business perspective, but by no means does it trump your need for appropriate separation of duties. And the answer goes like this. Um, this individual has access to everything so they can help out at the end, month end, quarter end, and year end if there's a backlog of invoices that have to be entered into the um, ERP, that's number one, or they can train new employees, um, okay, or they can jump in if somebody is unexpectedly out and uh, so the work doesn't get back backlogged. Um, all of these are legitimate business reasons, but again, they are out-trumped by the need for separation of duties because if you have a fraud um, due to allowing this, this thing, um, it will be a lot more, it'll cost the company a lot more than making the change. So you have to find a way around it. Maybe have a good supervisor who can do some of the training. Okay, breakdown number four is where you have pre-printed check stock. And I know many of you no longer have pre-printed check stock. Uh, but about 20% of the companies out there still have it, okay? So if you have pre-printed check stock, 
allowing your authorized signer access to the check stock. Okay, so if they have the check stock and they can sign a check, well, you know, they, in theory, um, or it could go, you know, off to, off to um, you know, Siberia or wherever they want to go with your money, okay? So the check stock should be, somebody else should have control of it, and it should only be given to an authorized signer when a check has been filled out and, um, you know, you need their signature. All right. Before we move on, um, if you want to have AP um, issues and payment wins, um, we balance this, these serious topics on accounts payable payments, accounting and, fri- and finance on Tuesdays and Thursdays with new videos. And we have an occasional lighthearted bit of fun with Wordles on Saturday. Our library of videos for you to watch now has over 300 um, entries and is growing every week. So extend, expand your business acumen and check out our library, of course, after you finish watching this. And now for the issue that many, many organizations ignore. And this is allowing somebody to prove an expense report where they were a guest. This can range from an occasional meal where, uh, for whatever reason, let's say the controller was out and uh, he or she was the highest level person there, but they also picked up the bill. They should not be the one approving that uh, payment. It should be sent up to uh, one level above them. It can range from that, uh, which typically there's no um, no problem there, to um, lunches between uh, two managers who are peers, and they each take turns paying on a Friday afternoon. I pay this week, you pay next week, and we go back and forth and we each approve the expense. There's no oversight there. Now, separation of duties isn't the only area where controls fall apart. There are actually quite a few other areas where companies fool themselves into thinking they have strong controls in place when they actually don't. We recently did a a short broadcast on three such um, areas. You can watch it right now using the link that will appear momentarily on your YouTube screen if you're watching on YouTube and is in the show notes below. I appreciate the support you give us by your thumbs up, your subscribes, your shares, and your comments. Good luck.